Welcome to Night Shift Top Secrets Information. The show is brought to you by the Third Stop Podcast Channel. Third Stop Podcast Channel is the number one channel where first responders go to be informed and entertained. We are but a branch. We are just a limb of the Third Stop Podcast Channel. We are our own thing. We are called Night Shift Top Secret Information, and we. My co-host and I have been tasked with the operation of diving in to the rabbit hole. And our objective is to keep you awake on the night shift. My name is Eric Tanzi, former special operations combat veteran and police officer. And I am joined with political commentator Anthony Ramonde. And every week we will be getting further and further into the rabbit hole with one goal in mind. And that's to keep you awake, alert looking over your shoulder, tickling your paranoia just a little bit. Anthony, have you ever felt like you're being watched? Have you ever felt, my friend, as if you are in the Matrix? Oh, always in the Matrix, always being watched. I say it every day, every day. And I want to say welcome to everybody. Um, It's great to be here with you, man. This is cool, man. This is what we've been talking about for a while. We've been yeah. wanting to do something. We're both into conspiracies. We're both into the rabbit hole. We're into the paranoia, the scary. And I think this is yeah. going to be a fun year. This is going to be a, uh, a year. I think season one is six months, and then season two will be six months. But uh, we've got Halloween coming in the middle of this first season, so we're going to get into all the spooky stories. Uh, we got a lot, a lot of conspiracies and rabbit holes to dive down So buckle in, stay awake, stay alert, and stay alive. Tonight we're covering the history because I figured, Anthony, I figured that if you and I are going to go down this adventure, we have to know where it all starts, right? Agreed. We have to go back to the basics. Do you even know? Have you ever been called a conspiracy theorist? Yeah, well, you know, I think that all of the conspiracies that I thought I knew before have either come true or are more valid now than they were before. And it, and like you and I have talked off camera about all of the different, like it goes into the paranormal stuff and also the government stuff. And then, you know, we're being visited by aliens. So it's like, yeah, man, I've been called a conspiracy. I, I, I got a tinfoil hat I'm ready to put on for sure. Ready to go, dog. Listen, uh, do you know the definition of the word conspiracy? No, why don't you tell us? Well, the definition by Webster's, which I think has changed, and I couldn't find the original. I couldn't find like the 1995. Uh, you had to pay for it, so I didn't do that. But uh, as it is written now, the definition is a secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. That is the definition uh, by Webster as uh, what a conspiracy is. Now, the definition of a conspiracy theory is, as it's written now, a belief that some secret but influential organization is responsible for an event or a phenomenon. Ooh. Ooh. So I guess the first question that everybody always asks is, who is they? Who is the secret uh, but influential organization? Well, I always like to say, follow the money. I think you follow the money, you follow the power. That is your they. But I think it's also important um, that if you are not a believer in the conspiracy theories, which, you know, a 2006 nationwide survey indicated now in 2006 that 36% of people polled, uh, which is a, which is a minority, right? Like that 36% is not, it's not the majority. That is definitely a minority, but it's a strong, I'd say that's yeah, a, strong a strong minority. Yeah. 36% of people uh, believed it very or somewhat likely that U.S. leaders had either allowed 9-11 to happen or actively plotted the attacks. Even further, uh, conspiracy theorists, uh, the, the conspiracies about the John F. Kennedy's assassination are a minority taste. They're not minority at all. Um, after 40 years, 70%. This was a poll done by ABC. ABC's no slouch. They're no slouch. Right. They know what's up. 70% of the people polled in the country believe that there was a conspiracy behind JFK's death. So people believe these things. A lot of there's so much, so much to unpack. And I feel like there's more validity now in these things that you just mentioned 
than there was before. Like think about the September 11th conspiracy alone. I mean, people for years have been talking about this. Nobody knows that recently the case, the a September 11th case just literally just got reopened. Like they started to do investigations on September. Just read it today. I'm going to have to pull that up for you guys. If I find it today, I will post it on our socials. But that along with the JF Kennedy situation where you're looking at the current president of the United States not giving uh, security detail to one of the Kennedys that's running for office denied Secret Service. Why? Because you didn't protect his father, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like a rabbit hole. It sounds like we're getting closer to the rabbit hole as we even speak. (laughs) We might be going down the rabbit hole. We didn't even know we'd found it yet. But yes, the government has always had their hand in things and whether you want to believe it. Now, listen, if you're a person out there and we are a politically biased yet somewhat unbiased podcast here. But if you are someone who doesn't believe in any conspiracies, well, I hope we can change your mind because conspiracies do, in fact, happen and they are real. Um, I like to bring up the the one uh, MK Ultra. We know that MK Ultra happened, right? That was the CIA testing LSD and hallucination drugs. Uh, we know that that was real. There's no, that's not a theory. That's a conspiracy fact. How about this one? Did you know this conspiracy that uh, in the 30s, you remember Prohibition, right? Mm-hmm. You know about Prohibition, 18th Amendment, 1920. Prohibition, a ban the manufacturer's sale of, uh, of alcohol, but it did not ban the consumption. I always thought that was weird about that, that you could consume it, but you couldn't buy it, sell it, or make it. Hmm. Uh, mm. Interesting the way the laws were written back then. But despite the government's effort, uh, the, uh, al- alcoholism was actually on the rise due to prohibition. And uh, the bootlegger thing came around. But by mid-1927, what was going on was that alcohol that was manufactured for like legal use, rubbing alcohols, paint thinners, and things like that, they have really dangerous chemicals in them that can make you sick. So you couldn't just go to the local hardware store and consume these uh, these alcohols because they have methanol in them. And I know a little right. bit about methyl alcohols because I own a distillery and I was a distiller in my distillery for a better half of four years. So I know a little bit about methyl alcohol, but people were smart during prohibition, uh, smarter than the government. And so what they would do was they would rectify and, and redistill or get the methyl alcohols out due to other chemical processes um, and chemistry that they were able to remove the methyl alcohols. So in 1927, this really happened. You want to say they, right? Like everybody wants to say, who is they? Well, they, the right. federal government, went in and teamed up with these massive producers of alcohol and they added more than 10% of methyl alcohol to trick them because they would only distill to get rid of 10%. So they added more than 10%, but they also added other poisonous chemicals other than uh, methyl alcohols and um, killed nearly, now the government says 700, but there are other reports that say 10,000 people were poisoned to death. I'm going uh, with that From 1926 to 1927 during this. I I would go with that number. The 10,000? If the government gives you a number, you go with the bigger number. So that I mean, really happened. Yeah. That really and, happened. And the reason why I say this real quick, Americans. not to get off, not to get off of, off track, but with that number, it just think about so I witnessed it firsthand here with Hurricane Ian last year. They report a number of people missing, right? And as locals, we know for sure that there's it that number's tripled look at the same thing that's going on in maui right now why do they lie why do they want you to think that it's less why are you in search and rescue mode for two weeks bro we know that it's two weeks you're in search and rescue come on i'd like to tell you that i actually do have the answers to some of those questions for tonight's show and part of conspiracies and part of the history of conspiracies is psychological operations Perfect. Do you know what psychological operations are? 
psyops, as they call it in the uh, the black ops world. That's not even yeah. black ops, but in the special operations world, they have psyops. Psyops is also a real thing. There's been some really insane psychological operations that have taken place. Most of those will never be talked about. Most of those will never be talked about. Um, we're going to talk about them a lot on this show, not specifically this episode, but we're going to get into one. How about this one, Anthony? How about this one? That there was a psychological psychological operation to invent dolls for the Afghan kids of bin, uh, of Osama bin Laden. And over time, bin Laden's face would melt into a demon's face to scare the shit out of all the kids. I haven't heard this one yet. That's a real operation. Here's another real operation that never took place, but it was presented uh, to the president. It was presented to the Department of Defense. And this was uh, to end the war in Iraq without firing a single shot. And what they planned to do was use holograms to chase Saddam Hussein out of Kuwait. They were going to use holograms uh, to uh, put up like almost a second coming of Muhammad. I'm not a Muslim, yeah. so I don't know. Um, and uh, and that it would scare the regime out of the desert into hiding and it would just send them into complete disarray. Now, what made this operation fall mm -hmm. through was they couldn't get the audio right, but they had the holograms right. <laughs> they didn't have the audio right. How about this for a psychological operation? Uh, Josh, our awesome, awesome producer. Maybe this might be an example of a psychological operation. Take a look at this. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS 4 News produces. But we are concerned about someone trying to be responsible, one-sided news stories, plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish the same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 This is extremely have the point. Would you say, Anthony, that this is a good example of a psyop? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. This is gonna. This is what is literally programming people all over the world. Who are they? Who are they? You ask. For all you non-believers out there, you say. Conspiracy theorists are crazy because there's always a they and who is they? Well, I would say that they might be the same people who orchestrated the video that we just showed you, which was hundreds of news agencies from across the United States, all programmed to say the one thing. Six companies control 90% of the media. Maybe it's they. Maybe it's those six companies only 37 years ago, Anthony, you ready for a number that's going to blow your socks off? Please. 37 years ago, there were 50 companies in charge of media. 50 companies that were in charge of America's media. Now, there are only six. AT&T, CBS, Comcast, Disney, News Corp, and Viacom. And those six companies, if you wanted to have a day, if they all conspired, if they all conspired to get their way, they could for maybe it's for financial reasons. Maybe somebody 100%. offered these six men a lot of money 
to say one thing. So maybe it's not these six guys who are the they, but maybe it's a CIA PSYOPs operative. Maybe it's a general in special operations who has been tasked with this PSYOPs. Now, PSYOPs and special operations and, and dark operations and classified operations do exist, and we're going to cover them in length in this show. Operations such as Project Stargate. Now, Anthony, let me ask you this. Do you believe in psychics? So, yes and no. Like, are we talking about, like, Miss Cleo psychic or remember? Call let me, me ask for you your this. Reading. You look like the guy that's been to a psychic. You've been to a psychic, haven't you? I have indeed. I have. You have indeed. I, I knew I, it. I, what? what does did that you mean? believe it? I, I mean, it made me feel like if she wasn't. A, she was a medium, so it made me feel like, and not the Whoopi Goldberg one from the movie Ghost, but like, I mean, I. It made me feel at peace for whatever it is that I went there for. Oh, so you did find peace. You did because find what you're looking for. I made myself, I feel that I made myself believe that she actually connected to the person. Okay. okay. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Well, I will tell you this. Skeptic or not, the government believed that psychics could exist because they spent $20 million on Project Stargate, which was a project where they hired and tried to teach psychics and remote viewers to see the future and to have outer body basically experiences into other places. And this project went on up until 1995 when allegedly they shut the project down. Allegedly shut the project down, but it's been declassified. We will cover Project Stargate and uh, remote viewing in depth in a later episode. But if you don't think that there are uh, other things afoot, if there's other projects afoot that the world doesn't know about, well, then you, my friend, are the one who is in La La Land, not the conspiracy theorists. You have to believe that these conspiracies do exist because they do exist. There are many, many, many conspiracies that have happened and uh, and you can't take that back. And we're going to go over all of them on this show uh, throughout the season. One of those being M MK Ultra. We also have where the uh, we'll also dive into the Dalai Lama's impressive salary. That's a real thing. And one day the first lady actually ran the country. That's another conspiracy that actually happened and the American people were lied to. Um, obviously we have JFK that hasn't been proven. That's just a theory, but then we have the dead baby project, which actually happened as well. And if you want to laugh at crazy conspiracy theories, this was one that the government was actually stealing parts of dead bodies because they needed young tissue. Um, and so they recruited a worldwide network of agents to find recently deceased babies and children. And then they took samples of the, of their limbs that they collected without notification or permission of more than 1,500 grieving families, and they were caught doing this. They were caught red-handed, stealing baby parts. God, without it's dark. Consent. This really happened. It's dark, bro. It is dark. And where, so and where was, that you where don't was believe this in done? Uh, we'll jump into it. I didn't really yeah. put all of that out because that's not uh, okay. this one. But it was, I mean, just it was like everybody Project else, I'm, I'm on. Edge of my, edge of my seat, I know. right? I know you are. Uh, the project was called Project Sunshine. If you want to jump ahead and you want to get ahead of us, you can look up Project <laughs> Sunshine. But if you want to be lazy and not do your own research, <laughs> give us about four or five weeks and we will we will have an uh, entire episode on Project Sunshine and what happened to these 1,500 babies. Look, I'm a man of five children. I can't yeah, imagine. I if one I, of them died and somebody stole their body parts and used them uh, for a real government uh, study. And now, by the way, uh, I, I do know enough that they were studying the effects of radiation on human mm. tissue. So maybe they had good intentions. Maybe. Well, I believe that they're using babies' bodies up until now for things. Well, we do know that Sandra Bullock, not a theory, um, but Sandra Bullock does use penis facials from the foreskins of Asian children, as she stated herself on the Ellen DeGeneres show. You can go on YouTube. That is a real thing that happened. She went on oh, Ellen that's a whole and she other, talked like... about her penis facials. 
Did you just say penis facial? I mean, if, if somebody just popped in right now and they heard you just say, what did I just walk into? Penis like, facials. Something you look like the will. kind of guy. You look like the kind of guy who's had a penis facial or two. I'm just going to eat my. I got Reese's here. Uh, you guys might see me snacking throughout the season. If if I do, just mind your own business. One thing that we do have to touch on, though, too, is, and I saw it a couple times in the chat, Project, somebody said foreskin facials. I can't do it. Uh, Project Blue Beam, which is kind yes. of like, I feel like the same thing that you said that they did with Osama bin Laden with uh, the whole. Yeah, the Saddam Hussein hologram in the that's air. Um, our, and that kind yeah, of like proves project the project. Blue Bluebeam. Uh, Project Bluebeam was uh, a surge monster out from Canada, and Surge uh, met with a NASA employee, allegedly, who came about with this uh, grandiose story in 19, I believe it was 1995, uh, something like that, 1993, 1995, 96, somewhere in that time frame, that uh, the government, or they, as we like to call it on the show that everybody hates, they were going to launch thousands of satellites into space and that eventually everybody on the planet would have a device in their pocket that would be able to transmit audio. And one day there would be a massive hologram used by these thousands of satellites projecting audio through devices that the normal common man would carry in their pocket, such as a pen or something, which we know not, which we now know is cell phones. And who launched thousands of satellites into space in the last five years? Who's the they there? Maybe Project well, I mean, Starlink. Elon, Elon's Unless got this star. What is it? Starlink? Starlink. Mm -hmm. People are posting videos, right? Just on the tail of this whole alien sighting conspiracy, you know, nine foot tall men showing up in people's backyards and stuff. You have people posting videos of they're like, oh, my God, they say it's Starlink. But is it or is it just a but really big it? UFO? I don't know. Will you ever be able it? to go check it out? What is it? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to find out on Elon this. Or is Elon the alien? Is he or the is Elon a part of a government psyop? And I'm glad you brought that up because my next question would be why? Anthony, why would the government want to do these things? Let me go ahead and the art of war, being a veteran myself and a uh, student in the art of war, the art of war says that all warfare is based on deception. Hence, when able to attack, we must seem that we are unable to attack. When using our forces, we must seem inactive. When we are near, when we are close to the uh, enemy, we must make the enemy believe that we are far away. And when we are far away, we must make him believe that we are near. So hold out baits to entice the enemy, feign disorder, and crush him. So even the art of war says that the whole the the whole art of warfare is based all warfare is based on deception. And so we must always be deceiving. And so if the government if they if the rich elite if the new world order oh, if we were the so enemy good. of the new world order oh. then their warfare must be based on deception. It's all distractions, too. I mean, this is all for distraction. All of it. All of it. All Anytime. Of it. And when you're, and sorry, but when you're awake, guys, when you finally, if you're not, like Eric had said at the beginning, if you, you don't believe in conspiracies, that's okay. It's fun to just imagine for a minute. But when you finally start to notice, like the NCP people, people that are just fillers, are not real. Not real situations, simulation. When you wake up and realize that this is the stuff that's actually, I'm telling you, your life is going to change. Why do you think I'm eating Reese's right now? Because this is great. <laughs> <laughs> what are you at the movie theaters right now? How many yeah, it's a show. This is all a show. How, did, how many snacks did you sneak into this theater? Oh, well, listen, I will bring a whole grill into a movie theater and start grilling in the backseat. You're probably the, the guy that tries to sneak in like full wine bottles and just drinks straight from the wine bottle in the middle of the movie. And everybody <laughs> else is like, is that guy, is he got a fucking wine bottle? Does he have a, is that, he's drinking a whole and wine bottle around, in the wine. <laughs> and I turn around, mind your business. Dude, I, first time I, 
first time I met my uh, first first date I went on with my wife, I took her to Chili's and then uh, I took her to Passion of the Christ. And um, we were sitting in the Passion of the Christ, and she pulls out a uh, 750 milliliter wine bottle straight out of her purse. Then grabs a bottle opener, right in the theater. Starts right, it. right, right, right where the the trailers of Passion of the Christ are starting. Pops it open. I swear it's a packed house. Right. <laughs> Some bigot next to us is like, "Are you drinking wine at Passion of the Christ?" Um. And she took the bottle straight to the face like a porn star uh, right in the middle of, of, of probably one of the most powerful movies of all time. Um, and yes, if you're asking, did I seal the deal on the first date after the movie? Shamefully, the answer is yes. I mean, how can not you proud. go to a movie and not after? I'm just kidding. I did not take my wife's virginity after seeing Passion of the Christ. It was after Twilight. So, oh, uh, well, there you go. Calm, I feel so much better down. about that. Thank you. <laughs> calm down, everybody. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, let me give you a brief history, if you will, allow me to give you a, his, uh, you know, some people think conspiracy theory, the term was actually a conspiracy in itself. Are you familiar with this, Anthony, that the term conspiracy theory is actually a conspiracy that the CIA invented the term conspiracy theory to write off those who may have questioned the events of the JFK assassination. Of course. Are we surprised? Yeah, but but I'm not surprised about that. Right. Anytime somebody wants you, doesn't want you to know the truth about something, you're crazy, you're psycho, you got to go, you're out. Well, the funny thing about it was when this happened originally, it was the left who had questions about the JFK assassination. And it was the right, it was mainly uh, the senior Bush who coined the term or was kind of pushing it out similar to the PSYOP we just showed you, where is if we say it enough, if we have enough media outlets saying it enough, it will catch wildfire. And so the term was kind of brought back from the dead during the JFK assassination to make the lefties look like they were crazy people. No, the right would never, ever get rid of a president because of an industrial military complex. Where now, because of what we know about the industrial military complex and the declassified documents that were released on December 17th of 2022, and we're going to discuss those on later episodes, you will find you will find that uh, maybe those lefties weren't so cuckoo. Yeah. Well, I I mean, there's there was definitely a party switch, so I, I feel that. But not to get too political about it. Now they've labeled the right to be conspiracy theorists because it's not fitting the government's narrative. So then at that time, it was the lefties who were crazy because they believed in this. And now the right. And at that time, all of, we, they did not have social media to research stuff. And, and they didn't create a generation of podcasters and independent journalists. Now everyone's getting down these rabbit holes and that's where we're like, okay, one thing leads to another, this reopening cases. It kind of mixes with, you know, the whole paranormal thing as well. So it's like a whole world of, oh my gosh. You've got me looking over my shoulder right now. Are you scared? You've got me looking over my shoulder. There's something in the corner. There's something out there. There's something out there. Listen. Listen, on January 30th, 1835, that would have made you about six years old, right? 1835? Six years old. About six years old. Andrew Jackson, he was uh, at a congressman's funeral, a dead congressman's funeral, when an assassin pops out of the bush, draws his weapon, points it at Andrew Jackson, pulls the trigger, and the weapon doesn't fire, so he reaches in and grabs another weapon, a secondary weapon, points it at Andrew Jackson, pulls the trigger. It also fails. Uh, Jackson and several bystanders subdue the uh, the psycho, and um, he, at the time, this would-be killer was an unemployed house painter, a house painter that had no houses to paint. How many houses did he have to paint? Zero fucking houses. His name was Richard Lawrence. He was later informed uh, that he later informed that interrogators 
that he was actually King Richard III, uh, that he was uh, he was hired by King Richard III to kill. Oh, uh, that I'm sorry, he was King Richard III, and that Andrew Jackson had killed his father. Uh, they made him insane. They committed him. There was no way that he was uh, King Richard III, and uh, Jackson did not, in fact, kill his father. But that was the official story. But it wasn't long before two witnesses filed affidavits claiming to have seen Mr. Lawrence at the home of Mississippi Senator. George Poindexter. Uh, Poindexter was the opponent to Jackson. And uh, a pro-Jackson newspaper accused the senator of plotting the president's murder. So this is kind of like the first real American conspiracy theory uh, that kind of hit. This was, you know, before uh, Abraham Lincoln, obviously. And so this is when they were like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. This unemployed painter with two guns tries to kill this guy because he believed that Andrew Jackson killed his father and that he was, in fact, King Richard III. This doesn't make any sense in 1835. But then all of a sudden somebody says, wait a minute, that's the guy? That's that Lawrence guy? That's the dude? We saw him at the Mississippi senator's house not too long ago. If he's an unemployed painter, wackadoodle, Why is he hanging out with Andrew Jackson's direct competition? Mm. And here we have the start of conspiracy theories. I never knew that. Dun, dun, dun. I have a feeling that in the course of this year, you and I are going to learn a lot of things that we didn't know. Yeah, 100% because we both started digging even more on stuff and I'm just with the current climate and everything that's going on. And then the things that we knew from before and the things that we talk about, it's just crazy. Also we're su- I'm super into spooky stuff. So I'm really excited for October. Well, you know, I think that a lot of the spooky stuff really spends off of all the conspiracy theories because some of the spooky things that we're going to talk about on this show do in fact come from psychological operations in order to scare people out of certain areas, maybe Bigfoot, is really just a conspiracy. Maybe aliens mm. are a conspiracy. What do we know about uh, exorcism? And what role oh. does the Catholic Church have in exorcisms? Could that tie in to all of this? I don't know, but we are going to find out. And I have a feeling, Anthony, that if we're going to be real journalists, because we know that journalism is dead, the Failure Stop podcast channel which uh, is a bunch of wannabe uh, first responder journalists to keep first responders informed uh, without the use of mainstream media. They will tell you all the time that journalism is dead and it is up to guys like you and I to kind of do our own Reader's Digest style of journalism. And so I feel like if we're going to be real pretend fake journalists, you and I are going to have to actually visit these locations and live out some of, of these events. Okay. You know I'm a wimp, though. I'm going to go. You've got me to protect you. You've got me to protect you. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of a big deal. I've had a lot of training. I will carry a gun with me at all times, but I feel like... You can't shoot a, a ghost, bro. Eh, tell that to Major Payne. <laughs> tell that to Major Payne. Uh, if he's in there, he's not happy. Uh, but yes, you and I are going to go visit lots of things. We have to hit Excited. some research facilities, such as Skunk Ape Research Facility down in Florida. Going to yeah. put together a live show there. You and I are going to have to head out to the Grand Canyon to explore some Grand Canyon deaths that are questionable. Ooh. We're going to have to go look at some rivers that Jimmy Hoffa may or may not be inside of. We're going to talk yes. to some mafiosos, some mafia men who did 20 <laughs> years in prison. We're going to talk to him because he knows where Jimmy Hoffa was was at. And we might just have to uh, get up with some other social media influencers who have the capabilities of fishing things out of rivers. But I feel like there's a lot of rabbit holes that you and I are going to have to dive down into, whether it be paranormal, whether it be facing the mafia, facing ghosts, facing aliens, facing Bigfoot or the skunk ape. You and I, Operation Night Shift Top Secret Information, that's what we were put on this earth to do, Anthony. I I agree. And the cool thing is, is that when we go to these things and these different locations and stuff, I'm going to let you guys know. So you're if you're in the general area, we'll do a whole meetup day. Y'all can come out, right? We talked about yes. that. I think our first one might be the Bigfoot thing. 
Yeah, it's actually going to be Skunk Ape, possibly, um, down skunk in the ape. Naples oh. area. So What's uh, the difference between Bigfoot and Skunk Ape? I'm so sorry. Skunk Can you just Ape is a that? stinkier, nastier version of Bigfoot, only found in the swamps of very uh, the Everglades of Florida. It's very stinky things. We mm. actually, I have a date for you and I, a heterosexual date, um, because I know that you're a married man and I'm a married man. Uh, you just happen to be sure. married to a man. It's a woman. <laughs> We're actually not married, but it's okay. We've been yeah, together well. for 13 years, so common law. Yeah, common law. Um, yeah. Together forever. <laughs> but you and I are going to have a heterosexual date to the... Yes. Except I'm going to be heterosexual. You're going to be homosexual. Uh, it would be a bisexual. <laughs> Jesus. God. Stay focused. <laughs> We're going to have a bisexual date at the Skunk Ape Research Facility. <laughs> Enables Florida here in the coming weeks, and we couldn't do that without our sponsors. Ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. It sleeps so good, it's scary. Ooh, and what a better, what a better sponsor to have. We couldn't have a better sponsor than Ghostbed.com. These are beds that are made with cooling technology, so that when you get hot as shit searching for the skunk ape, like uh, Anthony does every single day in Florida, in the swamps of Florida. Those beds are going to keep you cool, baby. They also have the cooling sheets. They have the cooling pillows. They oh, Listen, I can't travel. I travel on, on the weekend. I am flying around this country, driving around this country every other weekend, and I can't just pack up my ghost bed. But what I can pack up is my ghost bed pillow, and it's a little piece of home. I do not travel without my ghost bed pillow, and it gives me that sleep. I say mental wellness starts with a good night's sleep, and that is why we are proud to sponsor, we're proud to partner with a company like Ghostbed. So right now, head over to ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack and get you uh, 40% off right now. They have the adjustable base, the cooling technology. They have uh, the cover. I like that. Listen, 0% down, 0% financing. And that's if you have Bigfoot credit. <laughs> that's if you have Joe Biden's economy credit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the last ad read that we ever did for Ghostbed. Right. <laughs> also, I mean, we, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not right. I'm not wrong. They can't fire me for not, for not being truthful. Um, Factor Meals, factormeals.com. Uh, these are chef made meals delivered right to your door, always fresh, never frozen. Over 300 menu options to choose from. And they come in a little nice tray. In a box, you can get three meals a week. You can get five meals a week. You can get seven meals a week. You can pick the calorie-conscious meals, the protein-heavy meals, whatever fits your diet, and then you don't have to eat like a peasant at your office room. So why do all of your office friends have their six-day-old spaghetti and meatballs and the Playtex or the Pyrex dishes, whatever they are, that take 30 minutes to heat because they're trying to save the environment, right? Use plastic where it takes one minute, um, and that way we don't have to run the electricity for 20 minutes to eat your fucking food. I love it how people are like, I've got my, uh, I, I've got my environmentally safe Pyrex dish. Uh, yeah, it takes 20 minutes to heat up that spaghetti in there. What's better for the environment? I don't know. You tell me. Six eggs in one basket, six Not in the China. other. I don't know. China. Uh, <laughs> but these factor meals are incredible. Salmon. They have uh, chicken, ranch bacon chicken they have vegan oh. options they have it all and they only take two minutes even in the walmart microwaves uh that you might find at every single cubicle office environment you can still heat these bad boys up in two minutes and you can laugh at all your friends eating the pb and j's the spam and honeys and the bologna sandwiches go to factormeals.com i don't know how they compete with the grocery stores to be honest with you um factormeals.com promo code wolfpack50 and that's going to get you 50 percent off of uh, a seven free meals. It's a week's worth of meals. Plus they have the little protein shakes and breakfast shakes. You cannot get away from those. Uh, none of these things, these travel opportunities, all the things that we are doing, we could not do those without the help of our sponsors. So please support us by supporting them because the more you support them, the more they pay us and the more we're able to entertain you and all the first responders and veterans out there and do these meetups and all these other things. Anthony, conservative Anthony, you do political commentary. It's now time in that show where our listeners on episode one learn just a little bit about the Oof. two of us. You are a 
broadcast media graduate. You are a political commentary spokesperson. You're a comedian. Tell us, how did you get into all of that? I got into all of this because I'm bored. That's it. Can I? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, Fuck you, I got Ghost Man. Just... Fuck you, Factor. <laughs> I was pissed off like, like everybody else was, man. And I grew up in a, a family that was always ball busters. I've always been kind of a little bit of a drama queen. So, you know, once the pandemic, the pandemic hit and I started to be locked down and scroll on TikTok and stuff and then get pissed off. I posted videos and boom, here we are. Hi. You have grown quite the following. You're at 289,000 on Instagram, over 600,000 on your second TikTok. And you also have a growing YouTube channel and you wanted to take your path into podcasting. And so, uh, you know, luckily that uh, I know a guy, I know a guy that does podcasting. We're able to get you on the network for the first show. Um, a little bit about myself. I'm a, I am a special operations veteran. I did spend seven years in the military and I did spend some of that time in special operations um, on the support side of special operations. But nonetheless, special operations, I am airborne paratrooper. I am a combat veteran. And um, yeah, fucking thank you for my service. Thank uh, you. But I've been around some of the spooky things. I've been around yeah. some CIA operatives, some PSYOPs operatives. And uh, my business partner may or not, may or may not be a tier one special operator uh, in the mm. special forces. And so I have been around the community for uh, the better half of 17 years. And I fell into podcasting uh, because I left the police force and started a distillery and then was offered a job on a major network uh, to do a little bit of comedy and a little bit of podcasting. And now I do comedy and podcasting and own a distillery. And I'm so happy to uh, join up with you, conservative aunt. Your conservative aunt on Instagram and is that TikTok as well? All platforms. You can find me on uh, Conservative Ant on all platforms. I wanted to keep it just easy. Yeah, for sure. Now, let me ask I'm you this. Easy. Before... Yeah, of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> First time I met you, I said, this is a fucking, this guy's easy. Uh, so, <laughs> this guy's as easy as Britney Spears. Um, and by easy, uh, Britney Spears, I just mean I like I know what's coming next. I have some Tanstradamus predictions, and they're starting oh to come to light. <laughs> I knew she was going to leave this guy. Um, OnlyFans is next, and then the overdose comes. Do you think? Up. Yes. I don't even if think she, it's her if we really want to go into oh conspiracy, conspiracy. theories now are yeah. you a jamie fox non-believer as that's well not jamie fox is dead as well that motherfucker back there is not real <laughs> he's not that is not real. jamie fox sorry that is not jamie fox well no. i'm sure we'll dive into that at some point oh yeah for sure prove it jamie fox come on our show and prove it <laughs> somebody asked me to keep my legs closed wow <laughs> What a crowd. I love this place. This is so fun. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. What is your favorite conspiracy? Oh, oh, the Hollywood conspiracy for me is pretty deep. Um, if you start going down that rabbit hole, man, if you start to see who's really connected and the, the red bottom shoe or the red shoe um, conspiracy and it's just it goes deep and deep and deep. That's my first one. I've always been into aliens. I, I feel like I think I was abducted when I was like seven. I don't know. Maybe I'll tell you guys the story one day. <laughs> Super traumatizing. Um, <laughs> and that's why he's gay. <laughs> they probed they him and not, he was like, no, that's wait. fucking awesome. That Hold was on. awesome. I am so up. gay wait now. <laughs> it was, oh God, I was not probed, okay? It was not a probe situation. Okay. It was just like, okay. all right. Well, we'll get, listen. Look, is it day, gay if it's an alien? Is it gay if it's an alien? Not at all. It's for science, it's Eric. For science. It's all for science. <laughs> and and so when we probe you on one of the shows, that's also going to be for science, okay? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Wait, that's not all gay. That's all it is? That's that's not that big. That's not as big as not I thought it was going to be. If you say it's for science, just remember that. Everybody remember that? Aunt told you, put on a shirt. Um, <laughs> I think it would be really cool if we like went to like just the brink of Area 51 and then caught me running the other way through the desert. I think that would be yeah. really fun. I think we need to make that happen for sure. Uh, listen, balls for you in the live chat says Ant is demand. Obviously, balls for you is going to say that. Uh, we also have yeah. college papers. Um, who wants to thank you for my service? Uh, you're welcome, College Papers. When you sleep tonight, I want you to only dream of my service. 
Ben Allen, a.k.a. the history of Sam Tripoli, Eddie Bravo, and Alex Jones. Uh, last known president is in the chats. Murph 530 is in the live chats on the YouTubes. If you're one of our YouTube uh, listeners, although 99% of our fellowship will be listeners, we always want to take time at the end of the show to address the people who are watching us on uh, the YouTubes and our paid subscribers. If you want to be a paid member, you can uh, you can join the Patreon account and you can join the YouTube account, the paid YouTube account at Failure to Stop. And under the Patreon, you will see there will be a section on Patreon for Anthony and myself for you to go over there. And we are going to give you like follow-up investigation stuff. We might have some follow-up guests on the Patreon, um, mm -hmm. on Anthony and I's Patreon. We might uh, bring on some, uh, uh, you know, just, you know uh, just some things that might not tie into the show, but it's worth the extra content. So you definitely want to get a hold of it. And plus the Failure to Stop podcast Patreon has so much content on there right now with six different hosts. It's well worth the money. Mm. Worth any more? It's worth way more money than any of the other podcasts because there's six hosts on there putting content out almost every single day. Casey Anthony Defense Team. I don't even know how to say that name. Casey Anthony's Defense. Oh, Casey Anthony's Defense Team. <laughs> well played. Uh, like if you're first... easily offended by the way, this ain't the show for you. This ain't um, the show. You can yeah. just um, fuck right off. Oh my god, last known president. Jeez. What did they say? What did last known president say? Uh, I don't. I, I. I'm not. I. I, I don't can suck I say my that? own. I don't suck my own. I mean, do you want to say that? It's. I mean, it's your show. I, I mean, I don't want to suck. I mean, I, maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe I will. Listen, if I could uh, suck BRB, own... it'll be on Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Sign up today. What I was gonna, what Listen, I was if I could is... suck my own dick, I would not. I would I'd still be living at home with my leave parents. the house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would have no... a beard. I'd be super fat. I'd have a beer gut. <laughs> uh, no, so what's really cool too, guys, is like Eric and I plan on doing a lot of like in-person collab stuff. So a lot of that... Uh, blooper stuff and like, you know, different videos that we do might be on there as well. We'll do like exclusive stuff for just, just the Patreon. Well, no, so not really... spicy. So before you start putting peppers in the comment section, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Listen, if you want to, uh, <laughs> if you want more from the Failure South podcast channel, the next show tonight, cause tonight was a two for two for Thursday. We have comm center, which are two, uh, dispatchers who are going to play horrific 911 audio. They do hilarious call-ins. Um, sometimes that show is super funny and sometimes it is the most depressing thing you've ever heard, but it is always entertaining. And one of my go-to shows every weekend, it goes to audio on Saturdays, live on Thursday nights, right here on the Failure to Stop podcast channel. So tune in at um, eight o'clock for Com Center. It's coming up next. There's a call-in show. They're going to run the uh, phone number really quick. So if you want to call and leave them a message, you can. What I want you guys to look out for here on the audio world is that Sunday, this will drop to audio on the Night Shift TSI podcast link. And you will go to Night Shift TSI on Sunday. And we're going to hype this all up. And you're going to give Anthony and I a five-star rating and review so that we can try to make it onto the iTunes charts. Um, and, and then also, if you are new to the program, if you're one of Anthony's fans, head over to Filler to Stop podcast and give them a five-star rating or review because those are the ones, those are the guys out there doing the Lord's work for all their first responders, keeping them informed and entertained five days a week, keeping them awake in their squad cars. So just don't have, you don't have to pay any money. It's free. Just go leave them a five-star rating and review. Listen, you have a lot of fans concerned about Anthony. Is there anybody that you want to shout out here at the end of the show before we let everybody go tonight? There's so many. How I mean, there's no way that I would shout out somebody, just one person specifically. But I do want us to put Ben Allen's comment up on the screen real quick okay. because he's ben already Allen. done the science. He already knows exactly what the whole situation entails. So in case you were wondering, I've heard it feels more like you're sucking than getting sucked. So he's already done it. We're at, Thank you, Ben. Everybody <sighs> knows now. <sighs> um, <sighs> no, really just, just, I, it always amazes me how many amazing people really are on all of our networks and how much they've all intertwined. And you and I didn't even know that until 
we connected and we're like, oh my God, you're funny. Oh my God, you're funny. We both loved each other. And we made we out. Each other. We made out. <laughs> you're like, I'm like, I'm like, you're so funny. You're like, you're so funny. I'm like, no, you're, you're so funny. No. And we're like, oh, and now we like FaceTime. <laughs> and now we FaceTime and we like fall asleep. And so, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I it's amazing, like huh? I'm like, I'm. If somebody wants, listen, I'm notorious for my big blow up phone, which I don't have it in studio right now. But when Eric comes to studio, maybe he can help me put up like a little shelf so I can have the blow up phone behind. That'd be cute. Or get up. I'll do it, but you can't be that gay when I do it. You have to say cool. Eric, that's real cool. Cool. That's real cool, bro. Slam it to a slim gym. You're so fucking heterosexual. Oh God! You oh my chicks. God! I love doing heterosexual shit. Oh, um, oh, truth be told, for anybody that is listening that doesn't know me, I'm a super huge badge bunny. Hold on. <laughs> he supports the police, is what he wants to say. He's gonna virtue so, signal how much he supports police right now. <laughs> Don't pull me over. Um, <laughs> Listen, I got a sticker that I got for you that one of our fans sent, and yeah. uh, I'm sure it's for you because everybody knows that you're coming on. But it says only gay cops pull me over. I need this. Yeah, so I will be bringing it down to Florida in the next week or so. Yeah, because I want on your, if, uh, if the cop isn't gay, he needs to sashay to the car at least. <laughs> you can put Did this you on your Subaru. <laughs> you can put this lesbian, on your bro. Subaru. <laughs> I'm not a lesbian to a Subaru. What do really? gay dudes drive? <laughs> what do fucking gay dudes drive? <laughs> in Florida, Jeep Wranglers. <laughs> No, is it like the earring where you just have like the right side door off? Yeah. Remember, like, remember the 90s gay? Had, wrong like, the right door, bro. Wrong earring. door. <laughs> I actually, I'm like manly. I, I'm like a Southern boy now. I have a, um, I have a big F-150. Like I have a truck truck. Are you serious? <coughs> but. Oh, oh yeah. Be one for 50. Oh, yeah. I'm driving around with my cowboy hat and shit. No, but come to find out now Ford's gay too, I guess. So. Uh, I did see what was it was it the Ford commercial where uh they're in the mud and they're racing each other and then they spray the cars off and one's like wrapped in like rainbow flag uh something like that but like if we want to go down that road I mean somebody was supposed to get rid of our cars our trucks now like listen that's a whole other day like a whole other time we can talk about that but at the (laughs) end of the day that's a Patreon show that's a Patreon show for yeah Ford's gay now so just so you know and I drive it. How you doing? <laughs> hey guys, we really appreciate you joining us on the journey to find the truth, to dive down the rabbit hole together. This is going to be such an adventure. Two six month seasons. Um, at least that's that's the goal. We've got one six yeah. month season for sure. Hopefully, we can uh, we're good enough, and uh, we can keep going for another six months. Uh, but we have a, a great plan for the next year for you guys. If all works out well, and we hope that you guys stick around. Um, there's going to be things, right? You got to be flexible. We're going to start a new uh, social media page for this show called Night Shift TSI. So we'll have all the conspiracy theory documents and things that we couldn't show on the show that we'll put them over there. And um, we might have a, a YouTube channel that's inside of the Photoshop channel, or we don't know. That's all on the uh, producers and all the powers that be, mainly Drew Breezy. Because uh, he runs the YouTube channels and all those things, but uh, um, we're we're really excited to do all these things for you guys, and we hope that you enjoy it. It's all in good fun. It's all for entertainment, and yeah. our number one goal is to keep the folks on night shift awake, looking over their shoulder, a little bit paranoid, so that they can get home to their families when the sun comes up and set them free. From myself, Eric Tanzi, and. Anthony Ramondi at Conservative Ant on the social media webs. Until next time. <laughs>